What's, What's up, filmmakers? filmmakers. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're doing really good at that. You're you're really mimicking me. That's crazy. Uh, it was almost in sync entirely. Oh, I, I was trying. And then you as you trailed yeah. off, I was like, "Is he just slowing down?" Or at first, is he I was annoyed, hit? and now I'm just impressed. <laughs> Honestly, what's up, filmmakers, moviegoers? This is the Easy Podcast. I'm Eric, and I'm. Zach. That's right. Hence the EZ. Yes. Uh, wow. This uh, strange times, Eric. Yeah. And first, let me just say to the listeners, sorry that it's been two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I've been in, we both it's kind of fault. been in, it's all my fault. No, it's your fault. I moved, yeah. I, I moved unexpectedly packing yeah. and then, which we did talk, I think about we the did. aspect we of it, it, but the move happened yeah. and then the unpacking and then just living in a sea of cardboard is, is, is never fun. No. And my wife's still like, there's stuff I'm missing. And I'm like, hey, uh, is your box labeled? Because, it's in a box somewhere. All the, well, so we we packed. Yeah. She packed some of the boxes. I packed some of the boxes. Um, the boxes that I knew were just miscellaneous stuff from the garage that we would get to later yeah. after we're settled and get everything dotted. I appropriately named garage miscellaneous. Sure. Everything else, however had what room it came out of yeah. and then a few of the key items that was in that box. Okay. Yeah. So I could very easily look at the box and know what's in it without having to open it up. What's your Enneagram type? <laughs> I land squarely in between a seven and a three. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. Like, all right. Um, it's funny because I took another one of those personality tests when I was, when I was at the NFL and at work, I was like, I had a, I had a list, and I checked yeah. my list, and everything was, you know, was very timely and very organized and very efficient. And then at home, it was just a mess. Yeah. So okay. I would put my I would put my engineer and manage manage product manager hat on, yeah. and I would just you know get her done and right. push forward and set go, and it's great. And then I get home and I put my flip flops on. And, <laughs> it's just chaos and just yeah yeah but it was organized chaos at uh-huh. home to to the to degree you, to me yes yeah so the desk was a mess at home it was immaculate at work and but i knew exactly sure. where everything was yeah so but so i did i did ocd the i mean you helped and i'm yeah. super grateful for that yeah um and it's no uh, big deal. You're gonna you're gonna have to repay the favor eventually. Oh yeah. So, well, you know, we talked about well, we talked about a nice dinner out, but he, who knows if the restaurants <laughs> are gonna be open or not in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh friendship in the time of coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean we'll make we'll make a nice dinner if we yeah, have to. Well it if might even we're be not better. limited to uh yeah. only five people in a household here right. pretty soon. Yeah. Um we're speaking uh on what is this today, March sixteenth and uh italy's closed uh spain canada's spain closing yeah, yeah it's yeah. absolutely insane uh it, you know it's not it's not just end of world in america yet it's i mean if you go to a, a costco i'm sure it looks like it is but sure um you know people aren't necessarily robbing other people for their toilet paper yet but um 
Yeah, it, it's it's crazy, and this is affecting a lot of freelancers. And I mean, yep. shoots are getting Contractors, canceled left and right. Uh, small businesses. Yeah. Um, uh, so I actually talked to the owner of the Pilates studio that my wife uh, trains. Like she's one of the te- the trainers. Yeah, and he was describing to me his adventure on trying to find toilet paper for the studio. Oh, sure. And he said Costco was like, he almost got trampled. Yeah. Like that's how crazy it was. They're starting to limit stuff now, but still like, I mean, he had to go to four different stores before he found some toilet paper just for the, Nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it kind of, you know, it was funny because like I did some extra work for a show uh, a few years back called Revolutions. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and it felt, it feels like that. Just like you're on that there, set yeah, again. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah. you know, it was like this post, it's like this seemingly post-apocalyptic world and like power was a, was, yeah. was a thing. And then there, yeah. And so it was kind of like this reversion back to, you know. When uh, we got to start boiling the water, then I know yeah. we're in serious danger here. Um, <laughs> right. But until then, I, I, you know, I've got plenty of TP. Uh, it is hard being on keto during this because it's there's not any meat available in the store. Oh wow, like, really? Yeah, that's been a little difficult. But we're making we're making do. It's a lot of a lot of bacon and sausage. So yeah, I walked through the grocery store uh, during the weekend um, Saturday. I went over there for lunch just to grab something and yeah. come back and just for giggles because it just felt different walking in there. It does. It feels strange. And like these people were buzzing around and everything. And so yeah. I, asked, I asked some of the workers, I said, hey, I go, is it, is it been, how has it been in here? And they're like, it's been a freaking zoo. Yeah. And I was like, really? And they're, they're like, yeah, it's been nonstop for the last four days. And so I'm like, just for giggles. I I walk I just started walking down the the main aisle across to look down all the aisles to see what was still there and what was gone. It's so much, so and, much is just the, empty. Yeah, and the irony is is that the the healthy food is oh, all still there. I know. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like there was it, a ton of like granola bars and stuff, which is strange because it's like that's the things I would grab in a, in like in a crazy situation is the sure, things that are yeah. easy to throw in a backpack, yep. you know, for your go bag, for your bug out. Bag. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh man. Um, well it was funny cause I was talking to, we have a mutual friend, uh, Ben and he, he was telling me he's got a buddy that works at Costco mm. and he was said, you know, in the normal month to month, they make like a hundred to $200,000, um, at that, just that store. And uh, in Christmas time, that'll go up to anywhere between five hundred thousand to eight hundred thousand. Wow, know, for the month, for the holiday. Wow, yeah, that's crazy for the month. And he said that they made uh, it was something like almost two million dollars at that store in four days. Wow. So Costco. Wow. Dude. If you had shares in Costco, you're doing pretty well right now. But I would sell pretty soon because this is gonna it's gonna level out eventually, or the sure. government's gonna step in and sure. be like, "Don't you know you can't do this anymore." Well, and, then that's a, and they're and they're closing they're closing stock trades, right? Because yeah. it took a huge dump. I watched it this morning, and it, it took a dump down like thirteen hundred or sixteen hundred points, or whatever it was, and and they then they shut it down because yeah. they're they're afraid of it, it taking a bigger and like. 
you you can't stop the inevitable. No, you know, and they're trying. They're they're de- and then the 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 Fed drops the interest right, rate right. to try and stimulate and like they're trying to artificially, you know, navigate. I'm like, just let let it happen yeah. the way it needs to happen. Yeah. It's and, going to. And you know the the people that are that are paying attention and that are doing their homework are going to make a whole lot of money during oh, this thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm not talking about the guy that went and bought up a bunch of the hand sanitizer and then was trying see, to flip caught, it. Though? Yeah, and yeah. then had to donate uh-huh. it all. Yeah, yep. that's what you get. Serves you your punk. right. But I'm, I'm not talking about those types of people. I'm talking about the people that are watching as the stock prices are becoming way more affordable yep. for for companies that will weather this storm. Right. And and the value will will reset back to what it was pre, Corona, and then even beyond. Yeah, um, I saw where Warren Buffett had bought you know like some two hundred fifty thousand, I don't know if it was shares or dollars worth of uh, Delta Airlines. Oh sure, yeah. And it was like yeah, the airlines are definitely taking a big hit, but they're not going anywhere. But Delta, United, American had all been doing buybacks for the last five years. And, right. and buybacks, if you don't know what that is, is where the company buys back their own stock mm-hmm. from the market. So they own more of their own company. And they've slowed that down just you know, periodically. However, they've got plenty of money in the bank to yeah. weather this storm and come out on the other side, you know, just... Well, with how much they charge for everything, yeah, they've definitely got some <laughs> uh, some budget to yeah. spend, but uh, to, to help them keep through this. But yeah, I mean, this this is probably the the hardest right now on you know independent contractors and freelancers and artists and uh, just small time small town businesses, you know, local businesses because um, people they're getting as much as they can from wherever and, and they're not buying art. They're not buying, you know, pieces of, of gear because unnecessary uh, items. Yeah. That they, everything know. is just only what's required yeah. uh, right now. And used market on gear is probably going to go up. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people on Facebook and stuff, groups that I'm in just like, Hey, my shoe got canceled. Your shoe get canceled. It's like it's just over and over and over again. Yeah. So just productions are halting. Uh, that which you know we can speak a little onto that for um, uh, some some nerd stuff since this is a film nerd podcast. Uh, like Shang Chi got can't you know uh, closed down. Oh, uh, it did. Yeah. So I didn't see that. Marvel. It's only a matter of time before they delay Black Widow's premiere. Mulan already got delayed. Yeah, so. you know. Okay, so that's interesting because we talked a little bit about this earlier in the yeah. week, and 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 so I just went to Onward. Yeah. Post uh, AMC's announcement that they're going to be limiting right. the number of seats that are sold. Like they're that that's the step that they're taking. They're they're taking two steps according to the email that I read this morning. Yeah. Which was you know, a, a more disciplined level of disinfecting mm-hmm. the, the theaters and the environment. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. Um, but appreciate the acknowledgement at least. Yeah. <laughs> and then secondly is, is that they're limiting the number of seats that they're going to sell if per Half show. Theater, yeah. They're yeah. not going to, you know, they're going to spread you out. And there was only four, five six other people in a theater that could easily have sat two two or three hundred oh, yeah. people yeah and 
and uh, we weren't anywhere near each other. We had that that three foot social sure. distancing <laughs> happening. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's there's. I think they're saying six now. So hopefully yeah, you were six it, feet away it? from them. Yeah. Well, you know it's funny. So um, I watched out outbreak. Yeah. Okay. Because it was just. I'm like we're in the we're we're in it. Yeah. I mean that you know it was it was funny because my wife and I were my girlfriend at the time. I took her to see it in the theater. It was one of the first first dates that we did. It wasn't the first, but um, that's was, probably a good thing. It was pretty early on, yeah. and um, and so I was like, oh yeah, we should watch Outbreak, you know, because now we're living it. Oh man. <laughs> I haven't seen that in probably, it's probably been 10 years. Since yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, obviously I didn't see it when I was seven, but it, does it, does it hold up at all? Um, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, they they talk about, um, you know, Morgan Freeman and Donald Sutherland's characters are like generals in, in the military. And, um, and they're trying to preserve, like, basically, they were on this thing. They're, but they're also doctors. So, oh, okay. Um, I, yeah, I don't remember much about it. It opens up w- with this fight scene in Zaire, mm-hmm. and um, and then they go to this village, and then half the people are dying in this village, and then it's three quarters, and then it's like the entire village has this thing, and, right? And and it's just liquefying their. You know, so they di- yeah so they yeah. discovered this thing and then they researched it well enough to go oh the incubation time is is less than 24 hours um and the the fatality rate is 100% and it and it t- and it runs its course within 72 hours Jeez. yeah so they're like okay so if anybody that had it had escaped from the village would be dying somewhere on the road between that village and then like they wouldn't make it to the next village anyway so they they firebombed the whole place incinerated it but they got the virus so they have this weaponized Mm -hmm. virus that they're trying to protect and dustin hoffman is also in the military and is also a doctor underneath morgan freeman and but he's kind of more the you know, I'm chasing these viruses and to find cures and kill them. You know, that's like his, that's his thing. Yeah. Like he doesn't care about like the weaponizing of it. Um, and so there's that aspect of it's going on. So the storyline actually is pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. Um, your demeanor of how you're talking about it though <laughs> is very telling. I mean, of, it was 1995. Yeah. So, you know, rewind the clock, what, 25 years 25 ago, five years. Yeah. Um, and so technology was different then, but they did have the, the helicopter chase scenes of course. were real helicopters yeah. running through this, this, um, riverbed up in the Pacific Northwest somewhere. It was yeah. supposed to take place in Northern California, but, um, I'm sure they did some of it in some more remote areas. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was good. It still holds up. Um, I think the storyline, the acting was, was, was good. Um, but there were some parts that were thin. Um, and you know, you're like, Oh, come on. You know, some of that. Sure. 
But for for a 25 year old movie, it it wasn't bad. I mean, I'm grateful it was on Netflix and I could just yeah, it, right, just you know. easy play. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I have a and it's I, trending right now. By oh, I'm sure <laughs> it in that Contagion movie, which I never Contagion saw. was training and, yeah. uh, or, or uh, trending as mm. well as Pandemic. Oh man, uh, I've got a list of, of things at the end of the show I want to go over. That if you're stuck at home, uh, some good things to watch. But um, yeah, I, I, besides that, let's talk about canceled everything's canceled right now uh except this podcast except this podcast we are not canceling the podcast Uh, unless they ban meetings of two which (laughs) is possible and then i don't even know and even then i don't think we'll cancel it we'll just just, record remotely we each take our own yeah it'll be fine um and not zoom does anyone want this i don't know maybe if you want to cancel us let us know on twitter um at the no. easy podcast <laughs> yeah uh nab canceled <laughs> yeah yeah oh man that bummed me out yeah i'm so glad that i didn't book pay my anything. deposit for this for the um airbnb because yeah. i was i was gonna do that sure that well, week speaking of airbnb if if you have an airbnb and you cancel it and you're like oh no i'm not gonna get my deposit back they updated their terms of use and there's a extent like a extreme circumstances clause mm-hmm. now, and you should be able to get your deposit back. Oh, so that's good news. There's a little note for you yeah. in case you're uh, curious about it. But um, yeah, NAB got canceled. That's um, the biggest film convention in the world. I think it's yeah, bigger National than the Association IBC. of Broadcasters, yeah. and there's over what two hundred some thousand people come it's through insane. there, it's a lot and, of people. and from all over the world. And yeah. you know, when I first saw. Um, that Nikon had pulled out. Oh, then you knew it was serious, yeah. And then, and I'm like, oh. And then it was Aja. Yeah. Or it might have been it's the, the other way, way around, around, but yeah, still. When I, saw, I was like, ooh, yeah, there's some massive companies mm-hmm. that spend lots of money on these massive booths. Right. And, the, and then they're like, nope. Yep. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, what? I'm curious how it's going to work out because, like, those booths cost thousands and thousands of dollars. And I'm pretty sure there's like something written into. What, the way you sign up with NAB and it's like you don't get that money back. I don't think so. So I, I don't. I'm. I'd be really curious to see if like you know a pan, there's a pandemic clause or if they honor it or or if there's insurance. Yeah, something like that. Because that was another thing is that you know that it's been there's been talk yeah. about the cancellation of the Olympics. Yeah, I mean and NBC's Japan's had those closed down right now. That, yeah. that broadcast license for a long time. And and you know these these major networks that their bread and butter are these broadcast licenses. Yeah. They 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 make millions of dollars in ad revenue or in subleasing those licenses to other networks. Sometimes they do that. Right. Um, and I'm like, oh man, they're gonna lose tens of millions if not hundreds of millions of dollars on because uh, it's a three week long the whole world's watching yeah you know or uh, they'll do it and just won't let audiences in i don't think they're gonna do that though yeah uh, probably you know not. what because that they discuss that in the nba as well right they just have them play the games without anybody in the stadium yeah, which they were going to do until and, two i think raptors players got the virus uh, utah jazz jazz yeah, yeah. and i was like and they were like nope that's yeah. it we're done yeah so I I don't know the Olympics. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, uh, it hasn't been canceled to my knowledge up to this point. Yeah, up till today. Um, right. But here's the thing: they do have insurance. 
Oh, you so know there's that, a big yeah. yes, there's a big insurance uh, policy that they pay. How do you even um, pay that? Well, they pay they 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 pay for insurance every year. No, but how do you even or how, every do you, how does the insurance company that? pay that? Well, that's you know, the thing. Like, that, I mean, that's that's why it kind of it's a flashback to 2008. So sure. when you know the housing market was falling apart, which had falsely propped up a lot of the financial market yeah. and the global markets, um, a, a lot of people had insurance against these. Um, and if, if, if you want to know more about what I'm talking about, um, dig into inside job. Yeah. Inside job is a documentary that kind of breaks down the house of cards that otherwise known was the financial crisis of 2008 and um but some of the investment banks had insurance against some of the investments ah. that w- were tanked which is why the US government had to bail out AIG okay AIG was the insur- insurance f- firm that they were like SEC and Moonies and all these other ratings uh uh commissions were giving these uh investments triple a ratings and they were they were subprimes right right. you know and it was like this is not good yeah and so here we are 2020 um and sure they'll they'll give you a 12 million dollar insurance policy on something that's most likely going to happen yeah so it's twelve million free dollars for them if right. it doesn't nothing goes you know. But now they got to pay them back six hundred million dollars. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's definitely gonna it's gonna change a lot of things. Um, is another another good uh, you know I don't know how exactly perfectly accurate it is, but if you want to watch a kind of a fictional uh, representation of that story, um, the Big Short with right. Christian Bale yep. and that, yep. um, that's really good too. Mm-hmm. That's a really good movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, NAB is now canceled. Hopefully, Cinegear isn't. It's in June. I'm, I'm crossing yeah, my fingers. Yeah, fingers are crossed. I, you know, um, I've heard a lot of different uh, podcasts and watched a lot of different YouTube videos regarding this with a lot of different uh, medical experts on there. And the guy that Joe Rogan had on his podcast, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's saying that this isn't this isn't a two to four week thing. Yeah, if we can isolate for two to four weeks, then maybe we can eliminate the spreading of it right. or, or, or reduce it drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, this is more like a four to seven month play out. Yeah. I, I guess there was a, like an internal memo that went to um, a hospital and the, the, basically the, the chief of, you know, surgery or whatever, whatever the, you know, the head of the hospital is, mm-hmm. Um, I should know this. I've watched a thousand seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Um, <laughs> he basically said, you know, prepare. This is going to be six, the next six months of your life. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy. I mean, if if a doctor gets the coronavirus, they have to still show up to work, but they have to wear like, you know, a full, I, I don't want, ha, I'm going to say hazmat suit because I'm ignorant to it. I don't know if that's the actual, you know, suit that they would be wearing, but yeah. you get that picture in your mind at yeah. least. Medical. Yeah. A medical version of that. Some, of and some sort. Yeah, yeah. If they become too weak to actually work, then they can go home rest and then they have to be back as soon as possible. And you know, it's not just about 
these doctors and nurses and, and medical people um, taking care of coronavirus people. It's now you all you can do is take care of coronavirus people. You have to decide what other like this heart attack or this other thing, this broken leg, like how right. you, know, you know all these other just a huge trickle down effect uh, of of terrible terrible things that can happen. But um, enough about the coronavirus, though. Well, one more thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> one, one more thing more about thing the coronavirus. Before we move on. Is is that you know? There's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of fear, and we're we are definitely not here trying to propagate or no. distribute any kind of further uh, fear-based yeah. mongering in any way, shape, or form. Um, but to be wise is is important. And, yeah, and you know, and and I, I think, think respectful too. Yeah, I think be yeah, being respectful absolutely. Yeah. like don't run over somebody to get. A, a, a bundle of toilet paper like are yeah. you kidding me go to home depot or go to amazon buy a bidet go yeah. to home depot buy a shower head on a thing yeah yeah do your, i mean do what you gotta do you know uh then you don't have to pay for toilet paper it's true anyway yeah uh, baby wipes i don't know i mean that's a thing yeah um but the thing that that you know, people might be asking, like, why is this such a big deal? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, here's the big deal. Here's why we're we're taking the necessary, appropriate steps to try to cut this off yeah. before it gets out of hand. I believe the term that everyone's using is flatten the curve. Sure. And the reason is, is because now just here in town in Phoenix, the hospitals would be completely oh. overwhelmed. Yeah. Every medical and urgent care facility would be completely 100% overwhelmed if only 3% of the population yeah. needed to, to seek treatment. Yep. That's 3%. That's a very low percentage. Yeah. So with that in mind, multiply that out with in the entire other, country. other cities yeah. all over right. the, the country, and you're... They're, the hospitals and the emergency facilities are not prepared to handle some massive influx of health issues. Yeah. So um, be smart, mm -hmm. be respectful, yeah. be kind. It's not a, it's, you don't have to panic. <laughs> let's, no, yeah. let's be faithful, but let's also be wise and, and respectful and, and, love our neighbor <laughs> and just use common sense yeah you know well uh, i you know well, I, I, common sense is not is. so common anymore <laughs> i don't think it ever has been i mean i i look at common I, i'm like yeah it used to be common yeah. like when the phrase like but yeah no <laughs> there's a there's a pretty good i think it's a ted talk from bill gates from i want to say 2014 yeah uh, yeah 14 where, or 15 where he's yeah. talking about mm -hmm. um you know how the world would be if there was another black plague and, and or warning that yeah we're not we're ready, not ready for, for it. it yeah and, well bill um again uh should have listened yeah here we are uh only six years later if yeah. it wasn't 14 but um anyways enough coronavirus uh, i'm sure you know you you have you, if you're listening you you probably know someone's been affected or you're being affected with your job or whatever um you know stay safe out there stay smart and uh, just be respectful so okay so now you're stuck at home because of the virus yeah what have you been watching what what do you recommend well, people watch um 
and maybe not necessarily in that order. Yeah. Well, what we've <laughs> been watching, we started watching things before this whole thing really, really exploded here. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about one of them today in depth, but um, so in the invisible man came yes. out and uh, you haven't seen it though. I haven't right? seen okay. it yet. Um, but I'm excited. I moved near uh, the Deer Valley, to, oh, so it's just down yeah. the street, and I know that the theaters are going to be empty. So I basically am like, yeah, I'm going to get my I'm going to get my movies in, unless they shut it down, which I hope they don't. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Invisible <laughs> Man, <laughs> Invisible Man. Um, it's fine. It's 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 fine. It's, fine. It, it's like that's all. It's fine. Moving it's fine. on. Moving on. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's it's good. Um, there's a lot of. I think there's a lot more to take away from it in like the filmmaking aspect of it as opposed to necessarily like the storytelling or you know I, I don't know. I I thought it was it was solid. It was fine. It was definitely better than any of the other universal quote-unquote monsters that they've been doing mm, you know like mm-hmm. the mummy with tom cruise which i didn't right. even see because that trailer just it just yeah looked ridiculous I, and, I skipped it too um you know wolfman and all that stuff which i did see and that's terrible but um yeah why the, can't why can't we get i mean with the technology that we have yeah, with yeah. with how far we've advanced in, totally. in filmmaking um why can't we get those classic monster movies I right i don't know and i it think it doesn't seem like here's the thing though is invisible man uh th- this will hopefully blow your mind uh seven million dollar budget what that's it um so it doesn't it doesn't look like a seven million i mean it looks that's like that's half the home alone budget half from 90 1992 yeah exactly yeah uh, 91 whatever don't at me the filmmaking of it is is really interesting because they use a lot of like old school techniques just like little you know like actual string and wires and stuff to do the invisible man techniques and um they kept it really short on budget it's filmed in uh melbourne i think or sydney australia australia mm-hmm. yeah the uh, the director uh Le Winnell, he's from there and so um yeah it, it it's it's good it's definitely the best monster movie from this you know this quote-unquote universe of universal monsters you know like yeah. that you think of back to the old style from the 30s or t- whenever that was 40s um and, but it's like the color grade it was weird i i follow the, the the colorist on instagram and he posted you know some some frame grabs from the movie and his color grade on those frame grabs looked totally different than the experience that i had in the theater oh wow it, the theater was really washed out and kind of bland do you think it, ha- it might had have something been, to do with the projector yeah the projector, it had to have the, been projection like the bulb is not maybe? as bright anymore and they're not yeah. replacing it and so they just up the or they lowered the contrast so they got a little more brightness i'm not really yeah. sure it's but i remember leaving thinking man that color grade was boring like it was just mm. bland and yeah. everything's gray and there's nothing nothing really to like write home about. And, um, I think it's well acted. Some of the side characters I thought, you know, came across a little cheesy. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's like you're dealing with a $7 million budget. Uh, you know, what do we do? Uh, you know, okay. So let's frame it this way. Yeah. Let's frame it in the sense that you only got $7 million, right? Somebody, somebody's 
sold the idea to them and they were like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll fund your idea, but we're, we're not super excited about it. So we're only giving you $7 million. Yeah. With that being said, what do you think about it for a $7 million production? It's incredible. Okay. I, I would say it's pretty incredible. There you go. Um, they did a really great dro- job of getting sets that help sell production value. Mm, mm-hmm. um, there's there's little things they have the characters do, like um, the the main character um, who's from uh, The Handmaid's Tale, and she's also in, in uh, Mad Men, and um, I don't know why I can't remember her name right now, and that's terrible, but... Um, she's she's really good in it but the the house that she's end up she ends up staying in is um like the 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 guy friend that she's with the owner of that house he's uh like repainting the house so it's like gives him something to do and there's always something in the house like there's a ladder or you know so there's there's not just like a set decoration right it's it's props you know and i think that a lot of times people don't think through like giving your your actors an action to do while something is is like while dialogue is happening yeah is super beneficial to help sell the production value because it's not like them just sitting in a chair having a conversation now he's on the top of the ladder having a conversation about something something with her who's down handing him you know a paintbrush or whatever and i think there's little things like that 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 costs no money Right. You could literally just be like, hey, you got a ladder they could bring to set tomorrow. You know, like that doesn't do a whole lot to dampen the budget at all. Right. Yeah. And it's such an easy thing to just throw into the script also is like, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's doing housework. And then you let the director figure that out. And then you also let the line producer figure out, okay, what can we actually budget for? Like, yeah. And they get scrappy and they make it happen. Right. And then it turns out to be like this amazing. Yeah. And piece. I think because of the nature of invisible man, you know, you get a lot of the main actors staring off into nothing and that costs even less because you're only paying for one actor at that right, point. Yeah. And then you get actor to pretend to be getting dragged, you know, f- from the hair or whatever, which that takes a little bit of work, but still it's like you're only having to pay one actor to do all of the work as opposed to four actors in a scene or right. CGI or prosthetics or you got a couple of guys in green screen suits yeah. that are pulling the right, know. which it sounds like they they don't think they ever did. Um, there is there is like um, well, I don't want to get into spoilers, but like the the Invisible Man, there's an effect with the Invisible Man stuff um, that's very cool. But it it definitely had to have been CGI, just the way yeah. it was, and it kind of looks like it too. Yeah. But um, it's it's really good for seven million dollars. I mean, yeah. if you told me it was a seventy million dollar movie, I'd be like, yeah, okay. This is a different conversation. Yeah. Well, even then, it's like seventy million dollars is just normal now, right? But seven million dollars is you're gonna make that in a uh, half of a day when it when it premieres, right? Now you've already made your money back, right? Even if you did triple the that budget, uh, you know, to twenty one million dollars for marketing, which they didn't, it's like, yeah, okay. No problem. Like you've you've now made a very profitable film, and it only cost you seven million dollars. Do more of this. Does it does it seem like it might might end up because of the budget that it might end up in the bin? Well, see, there's a weird thing with the bin where, which by the way, what we're talking about is you know there's this bins at grocery stores and and low low. 
budget movies and B movies and C movies and D movies, uh, make it into it for just people to grab. Uh, it's basically the, the stuff on the 19th page of Netflix that nobody watches, but, um, I think it probably will be just because of just how cheap it is to begin with. They're not going to be doing some crazy collector's edition Blu-ray when it comes out. Um, Because why you've already, you've already made all that money. You've got the press, you know, the the critics and stuff. They really like it. They think it's great. Oh, what's the Rotten Tomatoes on it? Uh, I think it was in the eighties. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah, it's not terrible. Um, By the way, the, um, the actress um, who does the whole thing, who's fantastic in everything that she's in, even if it's a terribly written Handmaid's Tale, sorry, not sorry. The second <laughs> season's awful. Um, I stopped watching, and I had to yell at my TV for that finale. But uh, Elizabeth Moss is oh, the actress, yeah. so mm-hmm. um, she's great in it. And I think Leigh Whannell is a is a fantastic director. And I think if you would have put it in the hands of anybody else, who knows what would have happened. Um, Leigh Whannell did one of my favorite movies from last year, and maybe maybe it was 2018, but. Uh, upgrade, which is the movie that should have been what Venom was, and uh, mm. uh, I'm excited to see mm. what he's going to do next. So it, it looks it looks like Universal got the picture with this, and they were like, okay, let's, let's this is the route we need to go, and they've now greenlit I think a couple other movies uh, in a similar budget with other directors that have already proven themselves in the horror genre. Um, so yeah, don't don't throw two hundred million dollars at a mummy movie that doesn't have Brendan Fraser. Like it, it, there's no establishment to that already but uh yeah I, you know i thought it was fine um i've definitely talked about it a lot more here than i thought i would uh but it was fine um you, you wouldn't re- probably regret paying 10 bucks to see it with a date or whatever um it's very good um a little bit of a warning up top if uh, you have any triggers for uh you know a, a relationship abuse uh, there's definitely a lot of that um, yeah. For throughout, but um, besides that, though, Westworld season three, mm. we're back, baby. Yeah, been two years since Westworld season two, I think. Um, okay, geez, I have a confession. You've to make. never seen it. I've uh, never seen it. Um, it's very good. Uh, I people kind of rag on the second season a little bit, but it's it's cinematic. It's it's great storytelling in just how do you interweave like all of these storylines and all of these people and, and also just keep me engaged and the acting is just, it's top tier. It's, it's like HBO at its best. It really is, you know? Um, and and season three's and Aaron Paul is now in it. Oh, and, um, it's really good. Only one episode out so far it is week to week, which is fine. I, I kind of like that with HBO. It yeah. feels a little yeah. Mandalorian doing that. Like, Mandalorian too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's great. It builds the anticipation. Yeah. I don't think everything if, needs to be that, but no. But even if you get, you know, even if you get a sour episode like we got in the, you know, Mandalorian, couple Mandalorian, yeah. Um, it's still I I I enjoy that. It it gives you something to look forward to. Right. Um. But. It's good. It feels it feels better than the second season. I mean, no, that's all, that's hard to say. It's only been one episode, mm-hmm. but it's what I'm watching. I'm going to watch it every every Sunday again, and I'm, I'm here for it. So yeah, uh, and production value is just insane. Uh, you know, it's it's dealing with spo- spoilers for Westworld season well, do one. You know, and two do you know how much they're spend? spending on, Oof, on production I mean, per gotta, episode? It's got to be in the six to ten million range which is high i mean that's high yeah um but it's starting to become kind of the norm for 
um, these these A level HBO shows. You know, sure, Game yeah, of Thrones like was maxing yeah. out at mm-hmm. you know ten million, twelve million an episode in the last season, which doesn't show, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, shade thrown at Game of Thrones, like everyone else has done. Yeah. But whatever, who cares? Also, another confession: haven't seen Game of Thrones. Not one episode. I the first two seasons are great, especially the first one. Um, and then you're just kind of like you're in it, you're along for the ride. You're like, where is this going to go? And then now that I know where it goes, it's just like, man, what a waste! <laughs> it's just—it's so unfortunate. Um, but that was anyways, like that was like the death. end of Lost. Like people were so bummed at the end of yeah, Lost. Yeah, like I was this, too. That was this big, big, I was too when I watched it. Crescendo build up yeah. to this, just like, <laughs> yeah. Watch it again though, if you if you ever have a spare month, which sounds like we might be. Yeah. Um, go through Lost again and binge. Hmm. It plays totally different. And wow. I really enjoyed it the second time through because huh. my wife had never seen it. She's my girlfriend at the time. And she's like, Hey, I've never seen Lost. Let's watch Lost. I'm like, okay. And I connected with it much more wow. than I did when it was airing. Yeah. And I, maybe that's a little bit of like knowing where it was going. Um, so you're kind of like, you're, you're seeing it through a different lens, but I, I really liked it the second time through a lot more, especially in a binge form. I think it worked a lot better that way. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna t- I'm gonna share something with you, and the reason why, and there's two reasons why I haven't seen Game of Thrones. One was because just this over overtly gratuitous use of nudity, which yeah. I don't. Again, if it's not supporting the story, it's not necessary. And if it's just there for eye candy, then you're 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 not doing a service to the more um, you're insulting people's intelligence, basically. Uh, So, but the other part of it is, is that there's, I'm, I always look for the obscure and I'm a bit of a contrarian to some degree. And so if everybody around me is like all juiced up on something, I'm going the other direction. Mm. I I share that because um, I want to preface what I'm about to say with that. And what I'm about to say is, is that I'm grateful for you um, encouraging me to see those things because there's some really great stuff. Like Better Call Saul. There's a reason why there's a lot of people that are, that, that are talking about it and that are, you know, talking it up and and there's a buzz going on. Um, And if I, if I stuck with that philosophy, I would miss a lot of great stuff. Sure. And so I just want to say thank you, thank you for oh, encouraging, thank you for encouraging me to push past, you know, my mental blocks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and my personality <laughs> disorders. Well, Eric, first, first, let me tell you, uh, I accept this award award on uh, on the on the behalf of my wife and I, and uh, <laughs> thank you and. Uh, I just want to. I just want to thank the big man upstairs. You know, uh, no, I I think it's important yeah. for people yeah. to branch out because um, if you don't discover those other things, those little gems, the even even the I mean, this Westworld's not a gem. Game of Thrones is not a gem. Like well, pa- millions uh, of people watched it. Um, Parasite. Parasite. You were though. like super stoked on Parasite yeah. before anybody else was talking about it. 
I don't know about that, but I was pretty it close. Was pretty close. I, I was pretty you were right. on the front yeah. side of it for yeah, sure. You're right. And I was like, like, what? Okay. I mean, I'm I'm down. It's like, so you have not good. scared me wrong. If you still haven't seen Parasite, what are you doing yeah. with your life? Yeah. You have nothing but time now. Right. So that could be on the list. Seriously. Is, yeah. yeah. You know what? It's on the list. It's we're making the, we're making you a list. Yeah. Actually, we should do that. We should curate a list. I've got a little for, bit of one. For, okay. I got one, but but let's let, put it in the show description, the show notes, yeah. so people can go yeah. and like Are we even gonna talk? about onward <laughs> yeah i know we're, we're, we're almost an hour let's, in here now let's, let's move onward <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and get uh, to our main, two, two, our main well two more things real quick um so uh, lego masters lego brick masters if you haven't watched it uh i don't watch a whole lot of reality tv this is one of them incredible designs incredible artists incredible builds yeah uh it's on fox check it out um it's really good it's really funny um uh, the guy that does Lego Batman's voice is in it. Will Arnett. Uh, oh, he's cool. the host. And yeah. it's amazing to see what these brick builders come up with. And some of them are just incredible. Um, the other thing is uh, digital media is dying. Or sorry, physical media is dying. Digital media is thriving, uh, especially right now. Um, and no, okay. So, yeah, go ahead. What does that mean exactly for some people that might not understand what you're what you're saying? So in the in the early two thousands, uh, VHS died and DVD took over. Well, yeah, unless re- you can rewind that, Beta died like in the sure. late seventies, and the VHS took over. Yeah, uh, and in, in between there somewhere was Laserdisc. Laserdisc was there for a minute. Yeah, um, which was cool and the novelty, but was too expensive to produce. And giant discs, yeah. and it just didn't make any sense. And then but DVDs came along, right? Um, Blu-ray then has not totally replaced the DVD. It's definitely my preferred way to watch things. Well, in the, the whole Blu-ray battle HD, between HD and, right. the, you know. Which I, I bought the wrong horse on that one. I did. In the beginning, I did yeah, too. I had an Xbox 360. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is the future. And I bought that HD and DVD Sony player. Win. Sony won that one. Yeah. Um, well, Blu-ray, physical media, it's now, it's on its way out. Um as internet speeds get faster, streaming gets better. Right, 4K becomes more available, which is why the higher bin bit is rates. only three dollars. Yeah. Um, so I watched um, the first movie on my new Plex server, mm. uh, which was Weird Al Yankovic's UHF. Uh, yeah. It's one of my absolute favorites. I, I I love that movie so much, and so much of it was filmed in my hometown of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So it's it's kind of there's got that little bit of nostalgia mm-hmm. and, and love for it too, but um, it it's so just terribly funny and very weird, Al, and I and I yeah. love it. But that's beside the point. I you know I bring it up because uh, I spent the last month basically uh, ripping every single Blu-ray that I have, putting it mm. on hard drives, and um, now I'm dumping my Blu-ray collection. And yeah. okay, I, and where are you dumping? Well, it? I'm gonna sell them all. Yeah. But, uh, I got to figure that part the out. The sad part of that yeah. sell-off is going to be the value. Of, I know. Which here's another thing. But I've already to your paid point. for the value, though. You know, I I, I paid for it. I watched them yeah. multiple times. And yeah. Now it's just it's extra. But you to know? your point, this also might be a sign that our our brand new from the bin series is rapidly coming to an end. It's and, possible. And here's why. I walked through that Walmart oh, no. and the bins are gone. 
All right. So from but the so back pages was, of Netflix. So was half <laughs> yeah. of their physical yeah. DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah. If you go into a Best Buy, they have like three rows now. It used yeah. to be aisles and aisles and aisles. Yeah. There there was. So at that yeah. particular Walmart, there were like six or seven aisles. Mm-hmm. You know, there were the shorter ones, but still they were full. And now they're replaced with iPhone cables. There's like and, maybe yeah. two aisles right. left right now, and the bins are gone. Yeah. We'll have to figure out uh, an option. I mean, there's tons of crap on streaming. Sure, so. yeah. It'll be it'll be from the, from the virtual bin. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. You, you heard it here first. You can't copy it. That's right. Um, but yeah, so I've got... Uh, uh, I have 3.9 terabytes currently of blu-ray wow rips so wow um th- i think it ended up being 346 movies so this is a plug to go search for zach's no, server on i will Pirate not bay. give you access <laughs> it's not on the bay it's not on the bay no it's but just, he does have plex i do have plex and, and uh, if you email him i will not at give you it. the easy podcast I show will not gmail.com he might share the because password if i get a thousand people trying to transcode at once my internet's gonna suck uh, no, I've given it Thanks out to... Thanks for serving all these wonderful movies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I've given it out to a couple of people just to test it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll go from there. But I'm going to keep it pretty close to the chest here. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, it's sad. Man, I did this I did this seven years ago with my DVDs. I yeah. sold all my DVDs. I ripped yeah. them all and sold them all. And I didn't rip any of mine. Oh, I just... Really? One day, I, I was sitting on my couch in Austin, and I'm looking at these four racks of dvds and blu-rays and some of them were like collectors music concert ones that yeah. they had, you know limited edition stuff and um uh you know 30 year anniversary limited edition breakfast club you know right. this whole thing and and then i'm sitting there and just going i don't watch any of these sure and i don't want to move them and they're an eyesore. Yeah, right. And I'm like, it's time to go. That was kind of my thing. Yeah. Was the eyesore? You know, I was like, man, I'd like, I'd like to get some better furniture in here. Yeah. That's not just an IKEA shelf that just holds 346 Blu-rays. <laughs> right. And um, you know, and so I was like, we we made that purchase. We got a new bookshelf, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna, I am keeping some of my more like you know my higher end purchases. Yeah, of Blu-rays some of the rare. Yeah. Yeah. Collector um, stuff. You know, I got sure. a, I have a bunch of steel books, so I, I kept oh, those, cool. and you know the collector's edition, like the Lord of the Rings extended ones that look like books and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and then I've you know I just I, and then I built the shelf, you know I put the shelf together and then put the Blu-rays on there and then put some books in in with them, and it's like it looks so much nicer. It's just so yeah. I feel like an adult now. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's yeah. it's good. So it, but it's it's still a sad day. Physical media is it's it's going well. You know what we should do. We should move onward. All right, we're moving onward from Disney's, Pixar's, onward. uh, The new film from Disney Pixar. Uh, I think it's my favorite Pixar movie, dude. I am so ticked right now. Okay, well, okay, you can't go into that. You can't go into that. I hated this. I hated it. Can't go into it. Hated it. No spoilers. We have not given a spoiler alert. This is true. We haven't even talked I'm about so it yet. I'm so mad that you made me go see this. That's not really true. That's not I'm true. Being drama. He's being a baby. It, it is really good, actually. It's fantastic. It is good. Okay, so you mentioned earlier talking about props. 
Yeah. I, I found myself, while I sat and watched this, looking at details in, yeah. the, in the background, the little props, as he's sitting there at his school desk or whatever, yep. looking through the thing, and and the, the ribbons and the yes. little stuff. Uh, awards and, I mean, and just, stuff. The, just the detail on that. I'm and like, on his brother's vest uh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, the patches. Oh, uh, that that's Man. that was the that was like the first thing I noticed in this movie was like this is by far I think one of the most detailed Pixar movies. Like it's so much depth. The to sound everything. of the cassette going yes. into the radio yep. player. I was like, uh, the I was yeah. like, you know, the sound design of it. This it, it's it's great. The the spectacle of it is so good. Um. The yeah. character design, yeah. you know, everything of uh, the story is basically, you know, uh, a thousand years ago, everybody was, you know, like D&D esque and there's wizards and all this stuff. But it was magic. Then they evolved. It was, yeah, it was magic. And uh, <laughs> then they evolved, quote unquote, to having electricity and all this stuff. And so they basically they lost that magic. Yeah. Um, they didn't need it well, anymore. Well, they just made it easier. Well, they made it easier on themselves. And yeah. um, with that came, you know, the loss of a lot of just you know drive and, and innocence creativity and all, creativity and, and all this stuff yeah. um, dreaming so, yeah and yeah. so the story is very much about um, humanity <laughs> yeah a lot of ways uh it's really unfortunate this came out right before the coronavirus hit so big because i think like, it's not going to get the audience it deserves and um i you know i i don't say that it lightly that it's my favorite pixar movie i left that theater and i was like i could not stop thinking about it. Now I'm a week and a half after seeing it and I'm still thinking about it like every day. It's, it's really good. Um, Chris Pratt does not feel like Chris Pratt, you know, he doesn't, and he doesn't feel like Chris. He, yeah. Pratt. He's not like, doing it even like, dawn on me that it was him. And I was right. like, wow, this is really, he's not doing an Andy yeah. Dwyer impersonation. And yeah. Tom Holland does not sound like Spider-Man. Like it's, he doesn't, he doesn't, they're, that they're their own characters for yeah. sure and every and side character is I've great seen those, i've seen them on the promos yeah you know there's plenty of their pictures on the promos and and uh and i totally forgot that right it was them which i think is is a sign of one great directing yeah because um you don't want people to you want you want people to go for the chris pratt and go for the sure. tom holland they'll, because they'll, the name recognition it's a draw, yeah sure, sure. but you as a director you also have a creative vision you're like look i don't want this to sound like star lord and spider-man going through an adventure right. together. it doesn't yeah. feel like that at all it doesn't it you really know, doesn't and um and the sound design really you know I, I i i thought back to our discussion with mark when you know when he was telling us the stories of when he got to create this kind of new soundscape with when he was at Hanna barbera yeah and it's like you can use these sounds in such different ways that make it fresh and and they did a great job with mm -hmm. this with with real sounds yeah and and putting those in the places that were appropriate for it and then right. yeah i mean it was just great yeah melding this magic world with things that you're familiar with right so that you can connect with yeah the characters that's going through it and yeah um yeah a lot of this movie is is sound design because there's so much of it just them driving and you know it's a road trip movie for the most part and it's a quest it's a quest right right <laughs> uh it, it gives me I, you know i'd be i'd be amiss to to not bring up brutal legend which is a video game that came out a few years ago uh starring jack black who it's very similar 
to this. Well, yeah, and then it was we were talking earlier. The older brother, and I forget what his name is, what his character's name is in this, but uh, he totally felt like I kept thinking of Jack Black driving around in his van in School of Rock. Yeah, Chris Pratt's character. I'm like, this is totally Jack Black. Right, Uh, Barley. (laughs) Yeah, Barley. Barley's Chris Pratt's character. Yeah, uh, I think it's Ian. Yeah, Ian is is Tom Holland. Yeah. but the story, you know, it's a it's a story about two kids that um, one never met his dad, and the other yeah. one was around, you know, when he died, and and them trying to come to terms with that, and then also get to say yeah. goodbye, and uh, yeah. So we, it's we a father, get, yeah. it's a father son video movie, movie, right? And then it's a loss, you know, it's them coping with their loss, and the younger brother kind of. Um, you know, finding his place find, and, yeah. and finding his what an appreciation for his relationship sure. for his older brother. Yeah. Um, and the way they reveal that was just magical. No pun yeah. intended. I mean, it really was great the way they did it. And um, I really love this movie. Yeah. I started off saying I hated it and, and yeah. I hated it because I'm sitting there and I'm grateful there was only six people in the theater because sure. I'm like weeping like a little baby. Oh man. Um, this just, one hit me hard. You know, and it, it it's the, you know, the father son relationship that, that, you know, as, as young boys that we crave that, you know, that, that mentorship, that leadership, that role is, uh, you know, the, the love of a father is is so uh, potent, um, and then the season of loss, mm-hmm. you know, and realize yeah, yeah. you know the season of loss that we've both had, um, and uh, yeah. So I was like, "Damn it, Zach!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. But it was good. It, it's so great. It's so great. The story feels fresh. Yeah. Um, uh, it doesn't. It, it feels new. It feels like uh you know i was a little apprehensive because in the trailers it started out with the troll the new trolls movie oh my gosh and i was like oh that looks so bad it's not like this yeah um and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't even close no um yeah all in on this you have to see it Uh, i don't know if they're gonna throw it up on disney plus sooner because of you know, pandemic, but, uh, well, well you know, th- you know, that's funny. Cause I know that AMC in their app, um, I'm part of the a list. And so I use the app to be able to, to reserve my three tickets a week, yeah. um, for the 19 bucks, but I, and they also have an on demand service. I didn't know that. So there's an on demand service that AMC offers. And I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, if this does go as long as like you, you said earlier, um, that we don't see some of these films available for an extra cost. Sure, you know, sixty like, bucks or something. You they're know. like, hey, you can you can you know just like we see now for yeah. on demand stuff, you can rent it for five whatever, and you know everybody watch it, yeah. or you can buy it for the twenty bucks. Right. So you buy the twenty bucks, and I think, um, I think people still still pay for it to to see it. Yeah, uh, I I think you're right. I think they'll do something. It'll, it'll be thirty bucks instead of five, or yeah, to to whatever. rent it or buy it because they they want to be like, well, if you had twenty people at your house, although you're not supposed to be having twenty people at your house now, right, but uh, yeah. you know, 
they they don't know how many people are watching that, so they got to sure. get some yeah. group style money somehow. But yeah. uh, for a whole household, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's so good if you can see it to be safe about it, but see it like it's so yeah. There, you, good. Theaters are still open. Um, <laughs> so I, as I'm driving away from that to come here to record, I, I was reflecting on Outbreak. What as I watched that last yeah, night. Yeah. And there's a scene in there where one of the guys that had um, contracted, you know, the virus, the, the virus, yeah, um, didn't know he had it. Was in the theater and oh, he's getting the the cold sweats in the theater, and he's and he's coughing. And there's this. It's a, it's really well done considering it's 25 years yeah, ago. Right. This shot where these particles are kind of flying out of his mouth and they're yeah. floating around in the, in the theater. And then it's like, did anybody this, cough while you were in there? Um, there was a little kid that, that, <laughs> that did I don't over think on the can, other side. Well, they're carriers, but it doesn't affect them. That's but I wasn't you know, like, again, I'm yeah, not worried. I'm like, dude, I he know. was, he was probably, you know, a hundred feet away from me. I went out the other way. I mean, I wasn't, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. not taking any chances, but it was funny <laughs> to me that they showed, in outbreak a movie theater sure this is a movie like yeah. you're shooting yourself in the foot by telling people don't, don't go, go to the movie don't, like but you don't know that like until you're seeing it though that's true yeah, so then it's like it. so the heightened level of anxiety when you're like maybe that was intentional I'm sure it was because they wanted you to feel a heightened level of anxiety watching you it. You do feel. I the bet anxiety. you that's what it was. It, yeah. yeah. And so you're looking around in the theater yeah. all of a sudden. You know, you're like, you're not here, but you're. Oh snap! I got to get right. out. But that's that was probably super intentional. All right. Spoiler warning. Onward. Go see okay, it if you can. Okay. Here be safe comes the spoiler. Boop boop boop. Spoiler alert. There are spoilers ahead for Onward the movie. If you have not seen it and want to and don't want it spoiled, press pause on this podcast. Go to your nearest theater, watch that movie, come back to whatever device it is that you're listening on, and continue the rest of the show. You have been forewarned. Boop, boop, boop. Spoilers ahead. And there you go. So the bike scene, oh, the chase scene with the bikers was fantastic. Oh, the little fairy the bikers, pixie bikers, pixies, pixies, the sorry. pixie bikers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, these bikes, they're, they're, there's nobody on them, and all of a sudden, poof, and then all these pixies yeah. come out, and they're all in their leather well, and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Terrorizing the convenience store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is great. The, the little things like that. Yeah, that's what always separates like Pixar yeah. from anything else. I yeah. think. Um, their ability to um, have those moments that are they're just so memorable. Yeah, uh, I can't remember a th single thing about Despicable Me besides you know the fluffy unicorn. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's just people, people, uh, Pixar just seems to have a much better handle on the storytelling. Yeah, uh, and then also their animation is just leaps and bounds better oh, yeah. than everybody. I yeah. mean, there's a fireworks scene. I mean, in this. they've been crushing the animation yeah. game for for years. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a fireworks scene in this, and I'm just like watching. I'm like, this looks incredible. On this. Yeah, uh, and it should. Like, you know, they're they're at the top of the game right now, and for a reason, they're not they're not bad at it. It's not like just Disney's Disney, and that's why they're you know right. you know. But um, and then when when 
I forget. God, I can't. The, the brother's name just can't. Ian. Uh, no, the, the oh the older Bur- one. Uh, it's Bur- not Burley. Burley. Yeah, Burley. Is it Burley? I think isn't it or something like that. Barley. Barley. I mean, he, Barley is kind of Burley. Yeah, he is Burley. But uh, when he's small and he's, oh, yeah. he's like antagonizing the pigs, he's like, "No, your ancestors—they were the lazy ones." Right, like what? Right. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like, like just trying to educate them yeah, about it, but yeah. he's like coming across. Um, yeah, I loved all that. I love the. I mean, we're in spoilers here, so um, just th- them wrecking the van. Like yeah. it's so epic, you know. Like puts in the tape, plays the song, which. Mm-hmm. A part of me was like, I, I wish that was like Queen's Reich or some like an actual yeah, yeah. band, you know. But it's so They're like ACDC. Yeah, you know? so, I mean, it might be a back little in black. Yeah, a little too like... on the nose, maybe. But um, I just every little detail of that scene, the way that the pacing is, the way that the writing is, the way the shots are. I mean, I know they're not real technical shots, but um, it, it's it is incredible storytelling that's on another level and. It's emotional. You're feeling emotion yeah, for a vehicle yeah, char- getting destroyed. The character development on yeah. many aspects of this. Even the character development on the van. Yeah. Because he talks about, you know, oh, the gas tank doesn't work and, or the gas tank uh, gas gauge, gauge yeah. doesn't work. And you have to jiggle the hand, the key a certain way. And yeah. just there's little things like that. And it's like you're... you're Throughout the movie, you're, you're and it has a name, yeah. Guinevere, Guinevere, yeah. and you're, throughout the movie, you're you're connecting with a vehicle, sort of, because you're learning more about it and you're understanding it, and then it gets destroyed, and it's this kind of emotional moment. And you're like, why am I crying for a van getting Wait, blown up? You, you cried know? for the van? No, but you know what I mean. Like, you're still having that connection <laughs> yeah. in that moment, and, right, and it also, yeah. you know, it's it's juxtaposed with him barley being upset about it. Sure, yeah. Um, but let's, yeah, let's talk about what I think is maybe one of the greatest realist and hardest hitting endings for a children's movie I have Mm. ever experienced. Um, I have to absolutely like give them like the, the golf clap, the, give them a hand for going there, going that distance of like, we're not going to give you the perfect ending that to was fantastic story that was fantastic Nothing, that ian didn't get yeah. to have the hug he didn't connect to have with me the so much more it did yeah because it was it i was like even though this is an animated movie i'm like that it felt realer yeah uh, and he made that decision you know right yeah. before he's like no i'm gonna i'm the magic one i'm gonna go fight the dragon here right while you get to have the final goodbye with, with dad. This, yeah. 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 That was, and, you know, and, and you got two characters, one yeah. character. He's like, he finally realizes that his brother is the one that was his role model that raised right. him. That was the fatherly figure. And right. it also, you know, it does, there's a, like a double thing going on there where it's, you don't have to be the biological dad to someone to be a father figure to them. Right. You yeah. know, um, yeah. whether that's your, your adopted or your guardian or your a best friend or a, an older brother. Like right. it was, it was amazing, uh, to see a story written like that and just them to have the for lack of a better term, the balls to go through with it. Yeah. And for Disney to not be like, Whoa, um, no, we need the happy frozen ending here. You know what yeah, I mean? No. Like, it, and and it hit so I mean, much harder still, because. It, but of it, it was still, it, in oh, a it's sense, still, it was still a happy ending. Yeah, it's still a very satisfying yeah, ending for sure. Um, yeah. But it's such a it, you get you connect with it on such a, a like 
ethereal level yeah. because of how yeah. much um how uncommon it is right how it just it kind of just out of nowhere you're like oh man this is uncommon for movies right. but way more oh, common for sure. real life sure like real life yeah. doesn't always play out like you know yeah. the cinderella story mm-hmm. and and yet you know there's i mean it does a great job of pulling on the on the heartstrings character development storytelling story arc um obviously the animation i mean we don't that goes without saying yeah um and yeah i mean this was they they really crushed it and and the interesting thing to me is is that and and I live in somewhat of a bubble, but I it's not gotten a lot of buzz like I think no I haven't it heard should. much. And no. I, I wonder if it's because of the shadow of I the think coronavirus. So. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it just it was an unfortunate timing for it. Wow. Um, people, you know, parents especially, you know, they're trying to probably be protective and don't want to take their kids out right. and um, except those parents that yeah, I was well, in the theater. Maybe with. maybe they live in a bubble. Well they figured everybody else is Well that's home. true. Yeah. And that's and that was the same thing I thought. I'm like, theater yeah, might be the best is, place to go right the now. The parking lot was like Oh wow, I bet that was, was eerie. It was crazy. I'm like, yeah. I'm pulling in and you know, I know there's more than one movie happening. Right. There's like twenty theaters in here. Yeah. And parking lot was It's a matter of time before they close maybe two thirds empty. <sighs> and I was like yeah, so you know, we'll see. We'll yeah. See if they do the online thing. I mean, the infrastructure's there. The bandwidth is there. Yeah, somebody's got the. I mean, the bandwidth for it for sure. It's, Amazon it, or somebody AWS. You know. Yeah. But. Google Cloud service. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it can totally be done. The, mm-hmm. we, we have the techs there. Yeah. It's a matter of them figuring out how to monetize it in a way that is the equivalent. Yeah. To a, to a fifty million dollar opening weekend, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Well, um, how about I give a list of some things to watch while you're stuck inside for this uh, this coronavirus couple of weeks you got here? Yeah, this would be great. All right. So first off, Westworld, one West through three. World, yep. Okay. Check it out. I'm going to be doing um, that. You mentioned, uh, you know, uh, gratuitous nudity and violence uh, not being your thing, which is, which is totally understandable, um, unless it serves the story. And... I will say uh, I would I would love for you to watch some of this. There is nudity, there is violence, but to me it Does feels it like it's serving the story. Okay, um, yeah. it helps establish a lot of things. Definitely a certain culture, um, character wise, it builds. You know, um, I'm not giving anything away here, but when they're um, working on or diagnostics on uh, these the the androids, you know, the hosts, what they mm-hmm. call them. They're they're fully nude in in these rooms, but it definitely establishes just like this is the way they think of them. Right. This is the they're nothing but uh, but ro- to robots or toys or whatever to you know to the people working on them or the host. You know they, they shouldn't they they don't see them as naked. They just see them as another tool right that, yeah. you know no pun intended so, yeah, right yeah uh, maybe a little bit um but yeah i, I think it definitely serves the yeah. story and then also when when you're in the world there's you know there's things that happen and i think that definitely serves the story as well to kind of establish these people's personas and the way that they think and how violent you know humanity can kind of be and, and all this kind of stuff but um definitely there's there's two seasons two full seasons on hbo now uh season three just started not a better time to, to get into it than now yeah uh, so that's hbo one more hbo thing um i was wrong 
Sorry. Uh, <laughs> He's got more than one. I have, more. <laughs> I have one Amazon thing. Uh, no more HBO. Uh, it was, uh, Watchmen. Go watch Watchmen. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Marvelous Miss Maisel. I talked about this before. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, three seasons now. Uh, it's a comedy. It's written by and created by the, uh, the, the person that did Gilmore Girls. So it's snappy. It's quick. Um, it's hilarious. I think it's incredibly cleverly written. Um, and the acting is, is top notch. So uh, check that out. Better Call Saul. Yes, 100%. Five seasons of this now on Netflix, yeah. so it'll kill Wait, you. Wait, five? Well, I just saw one through five on my Google search. Maybe there's only four. Oh. But oh, maybe because maybe I know five that five just came out yet. Five, was it four or five that just dropped with um, AMC is airing the latest Oh, maybe season. that's what it is then. I thought so, it was on six. Maybe, anyways. There's at least four seasons of Better Call Saul on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. Check it out. It is one of the best shows in the last 10 years. Uh, Eric's got some opinions on it. but No, it's great. No, um, yeah, nothing yeah, bad. But, 100%. Yeah. Love it. Uh, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, yeah. even if you're not, dude, dive in. Yeah. It, it's great. And I don't think you have to necessarily have, even if you never watched Breaking Bad, and like, oh, do I have to go through six seasons of Breaking Bad to get into this? But I, it's it recommended. Helps. It's it, recommended. It's fun because a lot yeah. of those payoffs are, oh, yeah. are, are just fantastic. And it, even though it is a prequel to Breaking Bad, definitely watch Breaking Bad first mm-hmm. and then go into Better Call Saul. Uh, it's great. It's uh, it's amazing. It's it's really good. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. Uh, <laughs> if you want to watch an isolated movie that doesn't have to necessarily do with uh, an outbreak or contagion or viruses, The Pianist. Um, and I'm oh yeah, with uh, Adrian Ma- Brody. Adrian Brody, yes. Uh, yep. It's I an think isolated. He, got nominated mo- he did that. Uh, yeah. He might have even won. I can't remember, but I don't. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not a Roman Polanski apologist or anything like that. I think he's a terrible person. But this film is great, um, and Adrian Brody is absolutely amazing in it. And it's about a story of a guy being isolated, yeah, basically um, in hiding from Nazi-occupied uh, Poland, I believe. Yeah. So it well, is. He, he's been isolated, hiding from his own uh, set of. Uh, there's demons, that too, that's for sure. Huzzah. All right. Um, Hulu. Uh, I'm trying to give some options to every yeah, every yeah. platform here. Hulu. Vikings. There's five seasons of Vikings oh, on yes. there. Yes. I've seen Blow some of that. Blow through that. I, and I, it's good. I'm, and being a Viking, yeah. I need to watch this. Um, I would actually say that I prefer it. With, with, I, I don't know if I would have said this until season eight came out of Game of Thrones, but I think I like Vikings more than Game of Thrones just because Game of Thrones really pooped to the bed there at the end so <laughs> so gently yeah it, it pooped, it pooped to bed. It pooped. uh one more from hulu the good place the good place four yes. seasons yeah. of that now yeah. uh you gotta i haven't watched the last season i haven't season i need to, I need to get on it but I, yeah. uh, sounds like i've got time yeah um yeah. yeah definitely check that out and then i got one disney plus for you uh, you've already watched The Mandalorian, probably everyone has. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you have not watched the Imagineering story, the documentary, D- need get to watch this on it yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah, um, it's incredible storytelling. It's incredible documentary work. Um, the amount of footage and, and interviews and just details and it's amazing. And it's um, it's incredible that it's as well crafted as it is. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that much as Disney, but uh, it, it is it is incredibly interesting and riveting and, and exciting to watch yeah um, especially now that disney parks are closed so right so uh, it, it, it's going to help you to cope <laughs> to cope with the closure yeah, and yeah. then develop that you know anticipation for when it reopens yes so uh that's it that's my list uh and i'll put it well, in the description and if, notes and if you haven't 
we'll just add a couple of extra to that Here because you might be home for a while. Uh, and f- on the HBO side of things, please watch Chernobyl. If you haven't already. There's, yeah. I know a lot of people have seen it. I've, I can't tell you how many people I've recently talked to that still have not seen it. It is it's 100% good. worth every moment. Oh, sure. Like, dude, you will not it, be disappointed. Yeah. It's only it's, eight episodes, I think, uh, about an hour each. So, yeah, yeah just watch it. It's good. It's, it's great. It's good. Um, one more? You got one more? Um, I'm, di- I'm trying to think. I mean, I got, I, you know. There's all, a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of stuff that maybe not so good. Virtual bin. Yeah, virtual yeah. bin coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> From the virtual bin. Oh, it doesn't have the same ring to it. How we, what? We'll figure it out. It doesn't have the same ring to it. It, it doesn't. Like, we'll, how are we going to pick, though? We'll workshop it. I mean. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like Russian roulette style. And, right. We put it. We put a series of films in a randomizer. On yeah, the, uh, there we go. Randomizer. All right, maybe that'll work. Yeah. Well, uh, if you got a better idea of how we can pick some uh, terrible movies to watch and uh, talk about, let us know uh, at the Easy Podcast on Instagram or Twitter. Eric, you want to close this out? Sure. Thank you guys so much for for stopping by and and joining us for this discussion on Onward and the coronavirus COVID nineteen twenty twenty outbreak. Um, but you can find Zach on. Twitter and Instagram at Zach Abbott. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at Eric Thurston. So you can find the Easy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at the Easy Podcast. You can find us on YouTube at the Easy Podcast Show. And if you have any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns, send those all to Zach at the Easy Podcast Show at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you leave us a review on iTunes, you can do it right there on the app. And uh, we're going to pick some random winners eventually. Uh, you'll be able to go to the theaters and a couple movie tickets for you. So yeah, let us know that you've left a review. Or or, or, or maybe it's just an iTunes, iTunes credit for or rental. or Google Play rental. Yeah. All right, that might work. Yeah, it's, it's, it, we, we're yeah. sensitive. Yeah, we want, we want we're with the times. The social distancing. Oh, we're yeah. Keep, we're gonna, Let's we're do it. Keep you healthy. Yeah, stay home, uh, be safe, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll check you next time. All right. Bye.